Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to The Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host, Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. Judy Ben-Asher is an actor and voiceover artist with the Screen Actors Guild and Equity Guild. She is also a director Judy has been working professionally in films since 1994. Her first films were with David Lynch and Milos Forman. She studied Meisner at Playhouse West in North Hollywood for 11 years in a senior advanced class of 15 with James Franco and Scott Kahn. She has voiced over 70 characters from anime to animation, starring with Digimon and Pokemon to Rugrats. Judy started a new film company called Starry Sky Films. She's currently working on four documentaries, two features, and an animated show. Judy raised over $600,000 in donations last year alone, and that continues today. She's a producer and is also a professional, motivational speaker, and transformational coach. Judy is physically sponsored by From the Heart, right, Carol? Yes, Claire, and I've been fortunate enough to be on her film shoots and watch her act and direct, so I can testify to her brilliance. So thanks, Judy, for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we're going to cover a lot today. We want to know how to stay well and vibrant while we're making films. And we want filmmakers to learn how to take care of themselves because, in reality, the filmmaker is the film. Without the filmmaker being healthy, then there is no film, or it's not anywhere near what it could be. Staying healthy is a key element to producing your films. So I want to get started, though, by knowing more about you, Judy. Uh, Tell us why you're so passionate about documentary filmmaking and what really inspires you. Well, I I worked in features and television until around 2011, and my mom was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, and I just didn't have any idea what I could do, but I know as a producer, I'm a really good uh, researcher, so I just dove into my research, and I don't know if it's my, my Jewish culture or what, but all I could think about is what am I going to feed her? I really just had no idea what to feed her. Um, her omentum was removed. Her colon was resected. Um, her spleen was removed. So I knew her nutrition would be an issue. And because my show was on hiatus, I had time. And um, so I just dove in. I found quickly that alkalinity really helps cancer. And the more I learned, the more I I wanted to share because not everybody has that much time um, or other people as resources like we do in our community as filmmakers um, for research. So I started a documentary and um, it's called Truth Seeker. And it was just really about finding ways to help her heal 
from cancer and how to sort of stay on track and keep up with all of her changing needs in the moment as we went. And uh, so that was my first foray into documentary film, and I've just fallen in love with it. It's just a beautiful way to share our passions and Every documentary is a passion project. It takes so much effort on the on behalf of us, the filmmakers, to get it done. That um, and and True Seeker is still in production. By the way, I have not completed it yet. It's uh, it takes so much effort on our part that I just really have such respect for documentary filmmakers and filmmakers in general. Uh, me too. I uh, thank you for saying that. Well, in researching for about your mother and the diet, what you brought up is a very important issue. A lot of people have heard about the alkaline acid uh, in their foods, but very few people have those charts plastered on the on the wall in their kitchen. So they yes. can pay attention to what they're eating. But uh, you mentioned one time that your aunt really had been able to control her cancer by staying on a, uh alkaline diet. So can you yes. share something about that? Yes, and I've interviewed her for the film as well, True Seeker, because she was diagnosed with what they called end-stage breast cancer was spread to her lungs. And I, I didn't know, right, I didn't know much, but um, I shared with her what I had begun to learn about um, taking the acid out and sugar out of her diet because that's what lights up and helps to spread cancer. And she did everything I shared with her to do and became cancer-free. And her doctor started to walk back his diagnosis saying, well, maybe it wasn't in the lungs. Maybe that was something else. (laughs) Um, And it had spread to 15 of her lymph nodes, and she's totally cancer-free now and did never do – she never did any chemo. So, Wow. Well, that was for her benefit, too. Yes. She, oh, what strength and courage she had to have. So uh, what? So she really has what a ninety percent, eighty percent alkaline diet. Is that what she does? When she was sick, she did eighty percent alkaline, twenty percent cooked, and and what that means very simply is no caffeine, no sugar, no no meat. Don't get mad at me for saying <laughs> no dairy for people that love dairy. And what that does is it simplifies your digestion so that you can um, just receive all the nutrition uptake from your food. Um, and cooked food could be it could be soup, it could be anything heated, right? It could be uh, vegetables heated, but eighty percent of it was raw. I would say vegan, and that's how she did it, which isn't the right fit for everybody. And one thing I really want to express that I've learned is that we are all bio-individuals. None of us have the same system. None of us have the same dietary needs. We don't all have to be vegan. My opinion, based on all the research that I've done, is that alkalinity when people have an inflammation or inflammatory disease, really is effective. So, yes. again, 
if you're not ill, you don't have to do this. If you're ill, you don't have to do this. But this can be a tool if you choose it. Right. Well, just knowing about it, bringing it to your consciousness and getting online and looking up acid films and alkaline uh, films, uh, foods, because I think you'd be shocked and where the acid is and where and what's alkaline. For example, in nuts, almonds are the best thing for you to eat. And you, you might not realize that, but just small shifts like that in your diet could be beneficial to you. I exactly. And, and things I didn't know, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but things I didn't know were like lemon and limes are an acidic fruit, but when you ingest them, they become alkaline. So lemon and lime in your water or one of each, you know, a little bit in your water first thing in the morning helps your body become alkaline for the day. Yes, and you tell most people that, and they are shocked. They don't believe you. So it's wonderful. I'm glad you're bringing this up. Okay, well, let's move on. I want to know, I know you do a lot of research for the film, so um, let's continue with what else you may have learned making truth seekers that you could share. Thank you. I um, So I ended up going back to school for integrative nutrition because I just wanted to learn more about why um, these things work and have more of the science behind it, especially if I was going to introduce it in a film. I just really wanted to dig in, uh, and I did a two-year online course with um, uh, New York State University, and I really have just learned so much about a way of a lifestyle of holistic practice, which means it doesn't, it's not anti-medicine and it's not anti-physician. It's just knowing that everything in your world helps to create your health, right? So as filmmakers, we're under what we would call a lot of stress. (laughs) We are multitasking like crazy. And so I wanted to know how to not have that in my life. I wanted to know how to take the stress and anxiety out of my mom's life so that she could she could live happily and easily and have pleasure for however long we were graced to have her with us, right? I, I just wanted yes. her to have, have a happy, easy life without all the intensity of cancer or whatever that is for you or your family. And so... Um, Getting getting essential nutrients into a body that doesn't uptake nutrition or is under stress like filmmakers we can be, things that are easy to take with us um, while we're on the road or running around, getting things done. And I really discovered a lot about chlorella, especially. It's a green algae. It's an excellent source of protein easily digested so if somebody is ill they can probably not always but probably digest chlorella and uptake that nutrition and it supports blood sugar which we all experience highs and lows while we're working Um, and it comes in a tablet so my husband and I have literally have little baggies in our in my bag and his bag and my purse I have them in the car and I'll take 10 tablets at a time seriously I'll take 10 at a time, sometimes twice a day in between meals to keep my blood sugar steady, to keep my my nutrition going. It's all this good green food, and, and it's directly from the sun, so it's really, really great for you. 
So things like that I've learned a lot about, and I'm so grateful. Oh, I love chlorella. Yes, I, that's what I, when I get under a lot of stress or I have a lot to do, I keep it right by me while I work. I think it is a perfect pick-you-upper, much better than some of this stuff that they sell for energy because you, right. you can feel this in, in five minutes. Yes, absolutely. It keeps you going. It sustains you throughout the day. It helps you uh, with hunger. It's just really an amazing hack. Um, mm-hmm. And I buy mine off of Thrive Market. I don't know if have you ever used that. No. Market. Tell me about so it. So it's an online um, store. Order, ordering store, and what I love about Thrive, and I am not paid by them, so I'm not making any money by mentioning them, but I honestly just love them. Um, they send you so many freebies, and they always send you whatever samples they have in stock. If they're, if they have a new energy drink or something, you always get a little gift with your purchase, which I find just really nice and always helpful. It's always that thing that I need, which is just magic, and. Um, they're very quick. It's usually three days. So if I'm traveling for work, I'll have it shipped to where I'm going, to my hotel room. And then my chlorella is there, whatever protein powder I need. I usually order Vega, V-E-G-A, Vega protein powder. It's very clean, gives you lots of energy, those kinds of things, bulk items I can have sent. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And their prices are reasonable. Absolutely. I find it cheaper than any other market in my town. Oh, my gosh. Well, give us that name again. Spell it out. Thrive is T-H-R-I-V-E, Thrive Market. Thrive Market. Okay, I'll check them out. That's good. Um, yes, now, if I may, uh, that's the website. Is that the website, thrivemarket.com? Um, I'm not sure. Let me let me double check on that really quick. My husband's here. He's going to peek. Yes, that that is the website. Good. Perfect. Great. Thank you. Okay. So while we're under the stress of production or getting ready for production, it's uh, chlorella, it's protein powder, and uh, check online and uh, get your uh, your outline of what is acid and what is Alkaline. Alkaline. Because yes. if you focus on more alkaline in your diet, you can't help but feel better. I know because I do that. Uh, I like to live that way, too. Well, exactly. Right, so you're thriving right now. You're doing so well, and you live such a healthy lifestyle. Um, you're just such a champion for health. I'm really, I really appreciate that. So thank oh, you. Thank you. Yes, I love it. Um, I, two years ago, I thought I was on a good diet, but my the acupuncture man in Florida that I love, Dr. Ho in Orlando, said, get off dairy. Well, my favorite yes. thing is ice cream. I mean, how could I live? I didn't think I could live without it. But, you know, I did live without it, and I'm much happier uh, it's a whole shift in your body energy when you cut that, either cut it down or cut it out. I I have to go all the way, so I did, and it's been a wonderful thing for me because everybody is different, just like you said. But that helped me. 
Well, can so, I just comment to that really fast? Um, sure. ca- casein in dairy is addictive, right? That is the mother's way. Um, it is the cows. That is a chemical in in a cow that brings the calf back to to have their nutrition that they need. And somehow, the dairy industry was created here. And it's a it's a for profit thing, so I hope I'm not upsetting anybody with that. But it is literally addictive, which is why most people, when they're trying to get off a of dairy, say, "Well, I could never give up cheese," because yeah. it, it's it's so hard to get rid of, and that's because it's literally addictive. And if we could change anything in our diets, I would suggest taking out the dairy. Because that is that is one of the hardest things for your body to process because it's not human. Well said. I'm working I'm with working Ryan with on his film, his Restoring Balance, and it's all about autistic children changing mm-hmm. their diet and bringing them back out of comatose states. And And one of the people, or two of them actually, in his film – uh, took their children off of dairy, and they had, they said, they showed us pictures of four days with the kids just going crazy and screaming because they wanted their cheese. Yeah. And after the fourth day, this one child, who could never make a sentence, started talking in sentences. Wow. And they think that dairy was, see, we don't know who's allergic to what. And, and, right. and obviously this child had an allergy to dairy, and it was uh, fogging his brain in some way. So after that, he made massive strides forward in cognitive processes. So uh, that did it for me. <laughs> well, that's amazing, that. and thank you to Brian for doing that. I can tell you I did not know I had an allergy to dairy. I don't have a lactose intolerance, and that's the only thing I knew you know, to look for was diarrhea or the typical upset tummy that comes with um, lactose intolerance. I had, um, I begin having a very flaky scalp and it's like an itchy, weird rash on my hands and behind my neck. It almost looked like eczema. Um, and I had not had that until I was in my 40s. So I had no idea what this thing was. And as soon as I got off dairy, it went away. Oh, um, and amazing. Yeah, I had no idea. So there's a lot of different ways it shows up for you, but it's it's very hard for your body to digest. Yes, and Judy, okay. I'd like to, if I may, I'd like to um, ask you about this. And you know, I I don't do any milk products myself either. And one of the things that has really been helpful, uh, you know, in order to have a milk, like if I'm going to have you know, some form of milk. There's hemp milk, if if that works for some people. There's also a company called Malk, M-A-L-K, and they make different organic um, nut milks that are yes. freshly available. And, yes, and they're they're wonderful. There's lots of op- options out there, and then there is a vegan butter that. That just Ugh. you you almost wouldn't Delicious. know that it, Carol. Right. Did you try that? Because I told Carol oh, about yes, it a while I, back. Yeah, I live on it yes, now. It's, it's uh, I Yes, let me spell it for you because um, that broke up just a little bit, Carol. It's M I Y O K O S. I think yes. it's pronounced Miyoko's butter. 
Right. And it's yes, it's cultured vegan butter, and and there are some. Uh, health food stores that carry it now. If you have a Whole Foods in your area, they carry it. There, there's some others as well. But there are options for people that they can so continue many. to enjoy the good flavor. Yes. Thank you. And that's um, Claire. Thank you so much for that. And that is so true. There are there are many different um, nut milk options. But I want to just warn about one, which is soy milk. Um, I never recommend soy products or soy milk to anyone. I found in all my research, and and there's a lot of research on this, so do your due diligence and Google whatever you can do, but soy, soy products, anything that's not a bean um, has been has been changed and altered, and once you alter the bean, it becomes very carcinogenic, so, and, which which means it's directly linked to cancer and many different kinds of cancer. It's also um, something that can change fertility because it is a soy estrogen, right? So it is a a plant's estrogen, not a woman's estrogen. So a man does not want an estrogen, and um, it does things to the body I shouldn't say on the radio (laughs) for a man. It shrinks things in the wrong places, and um, and it does. And other some other countries and cultures use that uh, to prevent pregnancy because it's so effective. There's wow. also, um, yeah, and then because your body can't do anything with it, it literally sits and becomes uh, bound as is what would become a tumor because it does not process through your body. So if you've had it, I would just say stop taking it, right? It's it's most likely not harmful, but if, if it's something that you continue every day or once a week, it can really be accumulative and do some damage. But our bodies have such beautiful filtration systems. It's not something to worry about today. Just stop. Stop the process. Okay. That's brilliant. Well, I'll tell Very you, I, I bought a... Um, a thing called the green uh, kitchen it is a uh, it makes my uh, almond milk i put in waters and soaked almonds hit a button and in 20 minutes i have delicious almond milk and you can use it for soybean milk for you can do grains porridge raw juice you can do all kinds of things with this it's 130 dollars at amazon and i love it because i know everything that's in my drink i don't have to read the directions and it hasn't been sitting in some foil covered product container that's that's so great does it um handle things like um macadamia nuts to make nut milk with mac nuts I think you can use any nuts. They uh, they Beautiful. just they put your nuts. You know they give you uh, the relationships in their recipes. And I haven't tried that yet. That sounds like fun. Macadamia nuts are really um, a wonderful nut to have. There's a lot of um, essential nutrients in there, and it's also a heavier milk. Most people that have tried um, non-dairy milks don't like the texture because it's a different. It's it's just a it's a totally different beast. So if we can take out the idea that it would taste like milk, um, then you'll find the flavor that really works. Great. 
Yes, and also I'd like to mention, too, that uh, vegan butter that Carol and I were talking about, there is no soy in there. So it it would be a good clean, yes, a clean product, as well as the malk nut milks. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, good. All right, now let's go to sleep. So uh, tell us why sleep is so essential to good health and what we can do to have a good night's sleep. Thank you. Sleep, I'm finding, is the most important piece of our health. I am someone who has, I would say, never been good at it. It's almost like I just didn't get it when I was born. Like, I just didn't understand how to do it properly. I slept two hours and then was up two hours. I would say I never have had a good night's sleep until I started on Truth Seeker and started interviewing sleep specialists and sleep physicians. I never even knew there was such a thing. But after interviewing um, this gentleman, Mag Secretario, um, I learned so much about how to sleep. And he taught me something called Yoga Nidra. And that is a way, it's a tool, it's not... It's not everything, but it's a tool on on how to calm your body enough to sleep. And I also got rid of all the lights in my bedrooms. And I live in a multi-level house, which means there are concrete stairs everywhere. It's like living in an Escher painting. And um, <laughs> so there are stairs to my restroom in my bedroom, so I have to have some kind of light. And he taught us about red lights. Red lights in your bedroom do not disrupt the brain. So you could have a red night light in there all night and sleep very soundly. Um, He told me about blue lights and how blue lights are the most destructive to your brain before bed or trying while you're trying to sleep and white lights. So now I have red lights everywhere, and it took me probably a month to get used to them. It's funky. It's a big change, but it's so much better. And now I'm sleeping six to seven hours a night. This is wonderful. Yeah. And you must feel much better. So much better. And I can tell you that, you know, we all have, just day-to-day stuff in our lives. And if you've had a good night's sleep, that that is everything to give you your fuel for the next day. It's foundational. I also um, learned about this thing called an aura ring. Um, it is, it's a, it's a piece of tech. You don't have to have it. I like it because I love data. I don't use it all the time because I found that I was relying on it every day to find out how I would do the next day. Um, so it kind of went all the way one direction, and now I've lightened that up a bit. But the aura ring tells me how much deep sleep I'm getting and how much REM I'm getting. And those two things are a big deal for me. And when I don't have a good night's sleep, I'm finding that I get 20 minutes of REM or sometimes I'm getting two minutes of REM, which means I am not cognitively functioning well the next day. So when I do my yoga nidra and I took out all my lights, I find that I'm having an hour and a half to two hours of REM and deep sleep a night. I also stopped eating around, for me, 7 o'clock before bed. I am a nighttime munchy queen. I was having whatever (laughs) was in front of me um, that I could. And 
when I stopped eating a few hours before bed, that also really helped me. It stops the destruction happening in the body, so your digestion is almost complete, and then you're done. And then when you're sleeping, your brain goes through this system, which is almost like a dishwasher. It literally cleans itself, so it functions better the next day. It's sort of like pushing out all this bad stuff into the lymph, which you get rid of in the morning. So when I was eating too much at night, um, um, I was finding that I just, nothing worked for me the next day. It's Mm -hmm. very regenerative. Um, And now my husband and I sort of have like a sleep ritual that we do, whether it's yoga nidra or not, but we stop, we turn everything off an hour or two before bed. We go into our bedroom and leave everything outside because when I'm not in my room, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm working up until the second I go to bed, right? And right. <laughs> stopping those thoughts, uh, whatever that is for you, we love to meditate, so that works for us, but there are so many tools out there. There are free apps online um, to help with sleep meditation. There are apps that have sleep stories, so if you're someone who loves to hear the sound of someone else's voice, and that helps you fall asleep, awesome. They're available. For me, I want to know why he's telling the story and you know, like I'm trying to figure out the the background on it. Like, who is this guy and what voices does he do? And, you know, so I that doesn't work for me. I just need some soft music and I'm good. Okay. Well, Yoga Nitra, is that something yes. we can look up? Yes. And um, we have it laid out in Truth Seeker, and I believe I can um, just take that segment and share that with your listeners. If anybody wants it, they can reach me. But uh, I can also make sure that you have links to it. But, yes, if you just Google Yoga Nidra, you'll be able to find anybody's online. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'd love to see your section on that. That sounds marvelous. Thank you. Uh, okay, good. I, I know sleep is important, uh, but I didn't uh, realize that the REM, uh, that you need to know how much deep sleep and how much REM you had, so I have to check on that. I know some mornings I wake up and I'm there. You know, it's okay, out of my way, I'm off and running. And Absolutely. some mornings it's, I'm dragging, I don't, and maybe that's the difference there. Yes. That's why I love the aura ring because it tells me um it tells me sorry, it gives me that data of what I should do and what I shouldn't do. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to spell it correctly. It's O U R A. And it's it's a piece of tech. It's not the piece of tech. There are many different kinds of tech out there for sleep, but it's a way to check in with your body and find out if you're on track. But I love that okay. you just know. When you check in, you just know that's the feeling we should all have. But for me, when I am that busy, I don't shut down easily, and and I need the data. That's just how I work, right? We all need different tools. That's why we're all bio-individuals. But I love that you know your body so well, and you you just know. Well, listen, I listen to the body. Uh, this is uh, 
the most important thing, I believe, is a good uh, relationship. Sometimes when I'm going to bed at night, I'll check everybody out and say, how is this and how is that? And go from head to toe and see what everything is doing, you know, because sometimes uh, I go hard and fast and then and then everything shuts down. And I'm just, I have to stop and lay down. And my whole body said, see, you did it again. You did it again. <laughs> you have to slow down. And uh, and I listen because they're in charge, you know. Um, everything working together is the key to uh, health, to your good health. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. okay. Uh, so what did you learn producing Truth Seekers? What else that uh, you can um, share with us? So... I learned a lot of tools, and I love tools. Uh, one of the characters in True Seeker is an animated girl because my foundation was a lot to do with animation. Um, so we have an animated girl that was done by Tim Crawford, who was with Pixar. He's amazing. And she's got a tool belt and a hard hat because she's so into tools, so I love her. And one of the biggest tools I learned about were essential oils. And I had always liked the smell of them, but I didn't really ever rely on them. Um, But for me, as somebody who travels quite a bit and who's in different planes and different cars and around people in different countries and there's a lot of illness floating in the air uh, or from things we touch or even just when you run a camera, whoever touched it last, those kinds of things. So I use a lot of antimicrobial, antibacterial essential oils daily. Um, The easiest and fastest is lavender I have it on me wherever I go. I have it in a spray bottle. When I come in from a store, I do three squirts on my hand. It smells great, and, again, it gets rid of anything um, in the air. I also love frankincense. It's sort of the mother of all oils. That is a very um, heavy-duty oil. Some people will not like the smell, and that's also an indication that you don't need it, right? which is another way of listening to your body, but it's an antidepressant. It's a very big antiseptic, anti-tumor, which makes it anti-cancer, immune-stimulating, sedative. It helps with allergies and colds, Uh, what else, herpes, diarrhea, prostate issues, blood pressure. It does so much. And the main thing I want to relay about essential oils is that they're an amazing tool and they're a medicine. So do not put them into um, a dispenser and leave it on for two days, right? It's something you should use 20 minutes at a time. It should never be an all-day thing. That's a lot of medicine in the air. It'll give you a headache. It can it can take away all the good things that you're using it for. Um I love a company called doTERRA. Some people hate them because they're an MLM, but what I like about them is that they have fairly inexpensive oils that are food-grade. And by food-grade, I mean I do this thing called a flu bomb when I'm sick, and I'll share with you I have Lyme disease and I have um, Hashimoto's with a severe hypothyroid. So one of my challenges is having enough energy to function, also having cognitive brain function. <laughs> like I have to do all these things to keep me going, right? And yeah. so when I, I, I am susceptible to getting sick, so I'll do a flu bomb if I don't feel well. 
flu bomb, I use On Guard, which is an oil that I get from doTERRA. But there are so many companies, so find the one that works for you. But I use theirs. Uh, I use an On Guard. Um, is, it kills harmful bacteria, mold, and viruses. And again, you can diffuse that for 20 minutes at a time, but I ingest it, which means I take three drops in a little shot glass. I also use Melaleuca. That has to be food grade also, so you can ingest it. Melaleuca is tea tree oil. I use three drops of that, and I use three drops of, of oregano oil. And I do that every hour on the hour until I feel better. It usually takes four or five hours to kill whatever's happening, and then I'm fine. It's the fastest wow. Yeah, it's the fastest thing I've ever used to help me feel better immediately. Judy, oh, I'd like great. to ask, are there any um, authors that you would recommend that uh, a book that can help give people more extensive information on it? Because, you know, there are some oils that if you put directly on the skin without a carrier oil, it will burn the skin, uh, things right. like that, and where they can learn the details. Because, like you said, it's a medicine, and it's very important to know the details when you're working with the essential oils. Absolutely, and I have a whole list, and um, I I will send that to Carol, and you guys can put it on your website. I'll also put it on mine or my Facebook page or something so your listeners can find it. I know doTERRA has a great book on that. There are many, and I just encourage people yeah. to do your homework on it because it is medicine, and it can be harmful, and it can also save your life. Right, so it's a balance right. of taking too much of any pill, right? Any any medication in too high a dosage can be harmful, and that's the thing I find people aren't really paying attention to, me included. So the more I learn, the more I know, a little bit goes a long way, which is why in my flu bomb I only do three drops in like a shot glass size, um, you know, an ounce or two of water once every hour, that does not harm me at all, but those are not um, those are not essential oils I would take on a daily basis. I only take them when I am sick, and sick for me means a fever, anything that's viral. Um, I'll also put uh, on guard on my on my directly on my skin and on the the bottoms of my feet before bed if I feel like a cold is coming on or if I am sick with a cold or a flu. Okay. Right. Now, if we're going to, we don't have a date set yet, Judy, but we have uh, Dr. Eric Zielinski who wrote the book, The Healing Power of Essential Oils. He will be on our show. We don't have an exact date set yet, but it's a very good book. It's very good information because we want to continue the efforts of supporting filmmakers in taking very good care of their health for themselves and their families. That's so amazing. You guys are amazing for doing that. <laughs> we need this stuff. We work really hard and somewhere in a filmmaker's mind, and I don't know if it's a family pressure for everyone or just mine, but I feel like I have to do 120% because People don't understand what I do all day. Um, some people think because I don't have kids and I'm almost 50 that I have all this free time, right? Um, and 
And again, I may be alone in that, but I doubt it. <laughs> um, so we really run ragged, right? And there are a lot of beautiful hacks that we can do um, to to um, take best care of ourselves, like get to sleep, like cutting soy, like cutting dairy, things like that. And so I just applaud you guys so much for having um, Eric on to do that. That's so great. Oh, you're so welcome. And I want to, while I can, I want to tell everybody that Judy is someone who would truly love to hear from you. So please, if you want, reach out to her after we're completed today. She also films all over the world, and she needs crew and other directors and teams for projects. So get connected with her if you like. And tell us, Judy, what's the best way to connect with you? Um, Anybody can email me at Judy at Starry Sky, S-T-A-R-R-Y-S-K-Y dot C-O. It's not dot com. It's dot co for company. Okay. Um, I also love to hear from people on on um, my personal Facebook page or my our business, Starry Sky Facebook page. Um, any kind of social media. I'm new to social media, I hate to say, so um, I'm learning it, so be patient. I'm trying to get videos and stuff out there. Uh, I've just been so busy that I haven't really concentrated on it, and now I'm pulling back and getting that stuff done, but I, I do see it. So if you message me on Facebook, I'll get it, and I'll I'll be the one to write you back. Oh, what fun. That's great. Okay. Now, we're not through because you've got too much information to share. We want to keep going. Teachers, first of all, how do we shift minds into believing that health is vital to producing uh, films and that putting ourselves last is the wrong thing to do? We should be thinking of ourselves and our health as priority and then the day, put the day together after we know we have taken care of us. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Yes, we, again, we have to put the the face mask on first, that thing that comes down when you're on a plane, right? We need the oxygen. <laughs> we have to function. And one thing I also learned with True Seeker is that our thinking controls everything, right? If you yes. believe in your success, then you'll have it. And that's also the same with our health and our stress level. If... Um, If we think about what the term stress is, it's not really important for us to have that feeling. We're aware of all the things we have to do in our day. Most of us have very detailed calendars, and that's enough. So I'm suggesting that we could possibly let go of the idea of having stress and just chunking it down, focusing on what's happening in that hour, and and then moving on, right? We've got to let it go because it's harmful. What stress physically does to your body and why they say cancers can be um, stress-related is because it, it shifts the, the, the way your cell is. It makes it go flat, right? When, you're, when you've got these beautiful, big, bouncing cells in your blood um, that are oxygenated, things move as they're supposed to, ascending and descending throughout your body and your blood including oxygen. When you've got flat cells everywhere, things rush through that maybe shouldn't. So it's really a conscious thing we need to do to turn that off. 
So if we can let go of the idea of having to have stress, you know, maybe it's important to someone else in, in our lives that that we be looking like we're freaking out to get through the day so that we can bring in that paycheck or whatever that is. Um, just we have to stop it. We have to let it go. We have to use um, essential oils or for me, I use Rescue Remedy. I have some in front of me right now. I love Rescue Remedy. Um, they have some without alcohol for people that are alcoholics or people that don't want that in your system. I use what are called pastilles of Rescue Remedy. All Rescue Remedy does is create homeostasis in your body. It's not something you feel, so you're not going to get sleepy on it. It just means you're going to relax. And it helps me get through my day. It helps me with L.A. traffic. <laughs> it helps me oh, when yeah. I'm traveling to calm it all down. What am I forgetting? So I love Rescue Remedy. Um, yes, and, me too. Uh, That's a must. Yes. So really important to, um, to ask yourself when you're having an emotion, uh, how does this serve me? Is this helpful or is this harmful? If it's harmful, is there another way you'd rather feel? And sometimes just taking a second to do that will get rid of it so that we can focus on the task at hand. And that my favorite, one thing I have to have all the time is impatience. Because ah. you have to sit on the phone so long these days, or you have to go onto a new website and do all of this malarkey that I that I'm not too fond of. So impatience works well for me. Yes, yes, and um, you know one thing we can also do because we have such a beautiful film community, and through you, uh, we're all connected. Is asking people. Thank you. Asking people for help and asking our community when, you know, like I am not good at social media. That's not my zone of genius. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand tweets. <laughs> I'm not. That's just not my thing, and I'm not trying to block it. I just don't really understand how it all works. So I need someone else to do that for me. It's, you know, um, and maybe the tech end of what you're doing could be a way somebody else could um, – could come to your aid, right? Yes, because exactly. Stress is harmful. Stress is harmful, mm -hmm. and we don't need it. It's a, it Very doesn't true. help us. Yeah. Does that make I sense? Guess. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Find what your weakness is and get someone to help cover it. Yeah, because there's enough of us out there that are great at specific things and those of us that are not. Right. Yes. So I'm a Patrick doing voiceover. I am that person that can do an Autobot or a chair or a piece of fruit, whatever it is. I, that's something that I can do. Not everybody's great at that. So I'll do that for someone else. <laughs> we got to help each other. Yes. What a great thought. Yes, we do. We're all in this boat alone together, as Lily Tomlin tells us. And she's right. Yes. And literally changing your thoughts does change your your body chemistry, so it changes your life. It really does. Changing your thoughts changes your body chemistry, and yes. that's proven. And, yes. of course, it would make sure sense. Right. Well, I think uh, I just want to say that when you are at the grocery store, in my opinion, 
for you looking back i mean where i am in my life and looking back you're making life and death choices yes. do you really need that ice cream do you have to have those potato chips or whatever it is i mean think if you don't take it home and when you get hungry at 4 o'clock in the afternoon or 7 o'clock at night, it's not going to be there, and you're definitely not going to get in your car and drive down to the local store to get it. So right. you're just saving yourself those calories or whatever is detrimental to your health. So think, when you go to the grocery store, do I really need this? Is this beneficial to my health? And make the decisions while you're there, because if you don't have it at home, you're saving yourself from whatever that poison was, right? Well, and it's very true in drive through So we need to have, um, you know, we need to have the basics on us, like a bag of nuts or uh, protein bars or um, there there are some vegan protein bars that I love. And when you're looking at ingredients on those, just make sure they don't have added sugar. If it's got sugar from... From fruit, that's okay, depending on if you've got diabetes or, or blood sugar issues in your life. But for most people, added sugar will create highs and lows that we don't need, and it also harms our health. So I love what you said, Carol, and we really do need to change how we're shopping and change how our day goes. Dan and I discovered, you know, we have to go to Costco maybe once a month for some stuff, but we found that they have suja um, which is a a green drink. They have different kinds of juices there. We found a juice that has no sugar, comes in, I think you can get six in a container. It's $12, which costs a lot, but for Dan and I, when we're having a crazy day and we need to grab something, a juice works well for me. So we'll do a juice, um, a handful of nuts, um, Rescue remedy, right? Any and before I go to the grocery store, I have to have a full belly. I can't do it. <laughs> I love food, and there are way too many things. Right when you're checking out, like that one piece of candy. Like in my grocery store, they have two different kinds of my favorite candy right at the register because they're so genius, right? Um, <laughs> right. And if I'm on an empty stomach, I'm like a loaded weapon. I can't be trusted. I can't do it. So I have to to calm my system before I go in. Yes, very important. You have to have a full stomach. I totally agree with you. Uh, And I I shop with a list because I always say, oh, well, you know, I would love that. No, I wouldn't love that. And then I come home with stuff and have to throw it out or give it away because I am very careful about what I eat. If I get off my list is when I am in trouble. So I've always been a fast shopper. That's the only way I can do it is a list, yes. and I stay with the list. Right. That's beautiful. I love an app called Our Groceries Yes. because it's truly mine. It's what I want, and um, we both, my husband and I both share it. So he has it on his phone. I have it on my phone, but they're linked to each other. And mm-hmm. so out of something, he'll write it in, and then it's on the grocery list. So whoever goes to the grocery store, we know what the other person needs. We write it in. We can write down the product. We can write down the amount. Uh, super helpful, and we stay to our list also. So thank you for saying that because it's so important is keep to your list. Keep to your yep. list. Now, what's the name of that app? Attention. That sounds like fun. 
It's called Our Groceries. It's Our free. Groceries. Yeah, it couldn't be more simple. And when you buy the thing that you need, you touch it, it puts a line through it. So the next time you need it, you touch it again, the line comes out, and it goes back into its category. Super easy, super oh. helpful. Yeah. Oh, it sounds great. Oh, thank you so much, Judy. We just learned an enormous amount of information today. And uh, we want to wish you such good luck with Truth Seekers. And I think raising $600,000 in one year, bravo. You did a splendid job with that. I thank know you. that this is going to be an important film, and your whole slate of films look so enticing that. I know that your donations are brilliant, and so is your work. So, um, Thank you. I just want filmmakers to know that they can contact you if they have any questions or need support Please. around this talk, right? Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. And Yeah, we um, thank you so much for allowing me to be here. I love having time with you and Claire. It's always just a, <laughs> a gift for me to have more time with you. You know, even if it's on the phone, it's really great. So, and I look forward to meeting everyone who's listening. I really do want to know you. Um, we are community, and we have to support each other, and there is no competition with filmmakers. We all have our own unique voice, right? So um, even if we're on the same topic, it doesn't matter. We're all, we just all need to support each other. That's right. right. Well said. We're all working in the creative consciousness, not the competitive consciousness. Yes. You're in the creative mm. consciousness. Yes. Okay, and so Absolutely. once again, it's Judy at StarrySky.co. Correct. Okay. Thanks or a lot. Facebook. Lots of love. Facebook, right. Mm -hmm. Starry Sky is the name of it, Starry Sky Films on Facebook? Yes, Starry Sky Films, or they can um, reach me on my personal page, Judy Benasher, Lots and lots of ways to find me. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. Thanks okay. a lot, Judy. Thank you, Claire. <laughs> oh, thank you, Judy. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you so much, Claire. It was Hi. so lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, we'll connect soon. Yes. Okay. And to our thank listeners. You. Yes. I want to tell you okay. how grateful we are for the donations that you have given at FromTheHeartProductions.com to support our podcast. Carol and I sincerely thank you, and we'd love to hear from you with ideas for more shows. What are some topics that you would like covered? Who would you want interviewed? We're always open to your feedback, so let us know. And please join us next week on the Art of Film Funding podcast. Now, in its second edition, Carol Dean's popular book, The Art of Film Funding, has 12 new chapters to cover all areas of film financing and how to avoid expensive pitfalls. Learn how to start with an idea and end with a trailer. How to make an ask for money. Create your story structure and your trailer. Legal advice, fair use, successful crowdfunding, how to ask for music rights, and what insurance you can't shoot without. Available on Amazon under Carol Dean and at FromTheHeartProductions.com. I want to remind our listeners that David Raiklin is a brilliant and talented award-winning musician who scores films and can compose music for a trio or for a full orchestra. 
David is a very good friend to the independent filmmaker and comes highly recommended by From the Heart Productions. If you need music to help tell your story, please contact him at davidraiklin.com. That's david, R-A-I-K-L-E-N.com. And Carol and I want to thank you for tuning in to The Art of Film Funding. Please visit our website at fromtheheartproductions.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Good luck with your films, everyone.